Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. And good Friday to you and yours. Thanks for joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. Catch us on the ESPN app. Tune in to Sune, Sirius X and Channel 80 and listen to KJM and your smart speaker by saying just play ESPN Radio. Or oh, we're going to talk about the brawl for it all that happened between the Bengals and the Rams and Aaron Donald and should he be suspended. That comes your way in about 30 minutes. Weigh in anytime you want at triple eight say ESPN. 888-729-3776. But Harry, our man Saquon Barkley, running back of the New York Giants, got in touch with his inner Mike Greenberg of ESPN. People are saying that he's a bust. Saquon Barkley says, not only am I back, but I'm going to be better than ever. Do I feel like I'm back? I feel like I'm better, to be completely honest. I'm older now. I'm 25. Uh, I've been through some stuff. People are really counting me out. People are trying to write me off. And now I have that extra motivation. Last year, it was more like, dang, the game was taken away from me. I, I, I never had a season when I didn't go play, go and play football. Now it's kill mindset. Now it's like, you know what, f- everybody. Like, I'm ready to go crazy. Wow. Saquon apparently got in touch with his inner thug, 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 thug. <laughs> he is tired of people calling him a bust, 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 bust. <laughs> And he's had enough of that, even though that offensive line, he's going to have to overcome that once again this season for the New York Giants. Yeah, Freddie, when I look at a guy like Saquon Barkley um, and just comment on this stuff that he just said that we just heard that you played for everyone, I love the motivation and I love for him to use the fuel, use it as fuel and use it as motivation. But I don't want him to get caught up in trying to prove people wrong okay i want him to prove himself right he understands and knows the kind of player that he is so don't get caught up in this person's thinking that that person's thinking this Uh, although we do know human nature takes over at times and we do hear things that people say about us understand who you are inside use it as motivation use it as fuel to go out there and ball now it's crazy to me that that we're talking about Saquon Barkley in this light, and he's saying that I'm only twenty. I'm twenty. I'm old. I'm older now. I'm mm-hmm. twenty five years old, mm-hmm. dude. You're twenty five years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I and I also would say this: when you have a running back who's been hurt like Saquon Barkley the last few years, you you had an ACL. You have other things go on. No, you're not the same. You're not going to be the same person. That doesn't mean you can't be productive and you can't ball out. When you look at Saquon, his first season. He had over 2,000 yards, uh, rushing the football and receiving touchdowns. Second year was decent as well. But then third and fourth year, that's when the injury started. And I think he's only going to be as good as his offensive line for the New York Giants allow him to be. Now, Brian Dable coming over from the, from, from the Buffalo Bills, I don't think running the football is his M.O. because that's not what he did in Buffalo. And I don't think they have the offensive line to do it mm-hmm. um, effectively for the Giants. I do believe he's going to implement Saquon Barkley in a lot of the pass game. We've seen it in the first preseason game. He came out of the backfield, what we call H-choice. He runs a choice right on the linebacker. He can break in or break out. He broke out. Daniel Jones hit him right in stride. I do see a lot of that going on for Saquon Barkley 
with this Giants organization and Brian Dable being the head coach and the offensive mind calling the plays. But I'm just saying, like, he only can be as effective as the offensive line and Daniel Jones' play allows him to be. Mm -hmm. His comeback, and I'm using that word strongly, not loosely, comes to Saquon Barkley, because when you're that top three, top two pick in the draft, and you have not been able to live up to expectations, injuries getting in the way, bad personnel around you, people still looking at you thinking, when are we going to see that guy we saw at Penn State or we saw at times before the torn ACL? His comeback is tied to two fortunes. Not just him, but his quarterback, Daniel Jones. I firmly believe Saquon Barkley is anywhere near where he believes he's going to be. Then Daniel Jones may be the quarterback for the New York Giants because now you reduce that pressure on your quarterback if he's able to go out there and make plays and not have that hanging over his head, not trying to do too much, mm-hmm. then Brian Dable gets comfortable with him. Then Saquon Barkley and those two can really mesh together. If he's able to play to that kind of level, and then Daniel Jones can trampoline off of that, Harry, now you got two guys that are not even 27 years of age that you really can find a way to build around them because you can build around a quarterback. You need to build around a quarterback. But you got a running back like that that has that kind of special ability mm-hmm. and he shows it, all of a sudden, no matter what kind of offensive line problems that you have, then you can go get guys in the offensive line because you now you got those two pieces in place. A quarterback that can play off the running back and a running back that helps the quarterback. And the Giants need both of those things to happen this year. And here's another thing that has to be effective for the New York football Giants. Last year, this wide receiver group was decimated by injury. Mm-hmm. They were injured the entire year, and two guys in Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony, between the two guys, one was a first-round draft pick. The other one was one of the top uh, paid wide receivers in the National Football League. They had zero touchdowns. That can't happen this year. This group has to stay healthy. It just got hit with Colin Johnson from Texas. Uh, he, he just ruptured his Achilles. But you see Daniel Jones. You see Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. You see the bad Daniel Jones, but mm-hmm. then you see the good Daniel Jones against the New Orleans Saints last year when he's passing for over 400 yards, and they go down to the Superdome at the time, Mercedes-Benz Superdome at the time, uh, and win that game against uh, the New Orleans Saints. You see a Saquon Barkley being lined up out wide against a cornerback in a corner, uh, thinking that he can relax a little bit and, and catching a football for a big play, and I think that play went for a touchdown. You have all those, those things that you can highlight. But can they be consistent? Can they string plays together? Can they string games together right. where they're, they're consistent constantly, right? And it's not, you know, I have four or five good plays, but then I have six bad ones. Or I have four or five good plays. Next thing you know, I'm hurt and I'm missing two or three games. It has to be a consistent factor when it comes to not just Daniel Jones, but Saquon Barkley as well. Harry Douglas and Freddie coming in for the guys and Keyshawn, J. Will and Max on ESPN Radio and also your smart speaker. By listening to us, you can just say play ESPN radio. I can't remember two quarterback situations in the same city where people are like going, ugh, where you got the Giants and Daniel Jones going into his final year. Many Giants fans, they want him out of there. You got Jets fans on the other side with Zach Wilson injured but going into his second year and Denzel Mims requesting a trade from the New York Jets, and they just drafted this guy in the second round back in 2020. He already wants out of that situation, but – I can't remember in recent memory with these two teams, as star-crossed as they have been at the quarterback position, having the, the, all these questions around quarterbacks with the New York Giants and the New York Jets, and nobody has the answer or they don't believe they have the answer right now to make this situation better for either one of these teams. And here's the thing, because if you ask the question, you know, 
which team has a better quarterback, the Giants or the Jets? I'm going to be honest. I don't know. Exactly. Because there <laughs> I is don't no answer know. to that. Yes. Because you have a guy like Zach Wilson, and we've seen him last year. I thought he tried to do entirely too much on the football field. Uh, nine touchdowns, 11 interceptions. But now you look at the organization. They say, you know what? Let's surround him with some players. Let's draft Brees Hall, who I was in love with when he was at mm-hmm. Iowa State last year, uh, working in college football and studying a lot of his film. But then you have a guy in Garrett Wilson, Corey Davis coming back. You bring in tight end C.J. Uzama over. I think the biggest thing for the Jets is that you lose a guy like Makai Becton, who you're counting on not only to be successful for you rushing the football, but pass blocking as well. Yeah. You have George Funt. You have uh, Vera Tucker. You had some pieces. Now it's, it's, it's for Zach Wilson, and he's injured right now at the moment. So you have Joe Flacco holding the fourth down. But for Zach Wilson, you see the play in preseason, right? It's a damn preseason game. Mm-hmm. Why are you trying to cut up field and make a move like that? Just run out of bounds. But it's little, it's little things like that within the game of football that Zach Wilson has to understand. I don't have to be a superhero all the time, in which he tried to do last year. Just play in, in the confines of the offense. But then when you look at the two teams, though, Freddie, and I look at Brian Dable and I look at Robert Sala, like which head coach am I taking? I'm taking Brian Dable right now, even though yeah. – he hasn't even played his first game as a head coach over Robert Sala because I've seen him. I, I'm thinking Brian Dable can, can be better than what Robert Sala is, 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 has been so far up to this point. So it's, it's a lot of unknowns for both New York teams. But I tell you this, one thing I think that's constant is the offensive line right? for both of them. Yeah, it should be constant. But then you mentioned Mekhi Becton. And – when they first drafted, I said, okay, I understand a guy, a big guy for his size. I thought he was too big, that he could have trimmed that weight down a little bit. And I wonder how much of that has affected his production to stay on the football field and having these nagging injuries. When small guys like you, I'm not saying small guys, I mean skilled position guys, they have nagging injuries, they can recover quicker. Yep. A big guy of his size, when he has nagging injuries, it takes a lot longer. There's a lot more body that you got to try to recover. And they drafted that guy really, really high to mm-hmm. be that left tackle, to be that protector of the blind side, and then it gets Zach Wilson, both of these guys not in the lineup. And that's retarding all the progress that the New York Jets are trying to make because you don't know what you're getting from your quarterback. You don't know when Mekhi Becton is going to come back and be the kind of offensive lineman you need that you drafted to try to make that work with the New York Jets. Yeah, and I had a chance to talk to Mekhi Becton's college coach, Dwayne Lepford, uh, who was at Louisville and did a lot of things uh, with Makai Becton. He was his offensive line coach, and he said Makai, man, he actually did a great job of trimming a lot of weight, losing a lot of weight. Um, it, I won't say it was an issue, but mm-hmm. he was able to do those things in college, and he's been able to do those things in the National Football League. And now Dwayne Lefford is the offensive line coach for the Atlanta Falcons, and we, we just chat about certain things here and there. But when you – I want to bring up something that you just mentioned. When you have a guy that's 6'6", 6'7", 350 – a foot injury, a knee injury, a hamstring injury, a glute injury, anything of, uh, 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 of those sorts for a guy that size versus a guy that's my size who played wide receiver, it's going to be tough to come back from. Not to mention they're bent over in their stances yeah. over and over again, and it might not be good for their back. It might not be good for their knees. It might not be good for their ankles. So when they have these type of injuries, uh, one time – you have to kind of raise your eyebrows because at some point you figure something else is going to be wrong because of their body size and their body weight and how much weight is pressing on their lower body day in and day out. 
He's Harry Douglas. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us in for the guys today on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, presented by Progressive Insurance, here to help you score big savings. To see how much you can save on auto insurance, do yourself a favor and visit Progressive.com. You can catch us on ESPN Radio. Check us out on the ESPN app and tune in to Sirius XM Channel 80 as well. 15, 20 minutes away, give or take a lie or two from Aaron Donald and the suspension that might or might not happen based on yesterday's brawl that comes your way in about 15 to 20 minutes here on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max. But we turn our attention to the NBA and an injury happening to a future star that's a lot of people questioning should these kind of things happen, meaning Chet Holmgren, Injured in an NBA-sanctioned, I don't want to say pickup game, but it was an NBA-sanctioned pickup game. And he has a Liz Frank injury. He is not going to play his rookie season. Let's talk about that and more with Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider. Hit him on Twitter, Bobby Marks 42 joining Freddie Coleman and Harry Douglas on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And a lot of people, Bobby, especially on social media, are saying you can't allow these kind of events to put players at risk, even though it's an NBA-sanctioned event when it comes to this program. How much of this could really have the NBA take pause for the cause in the future, not having players participate in these NBA-sanctioned program events? I, I don't think much at all. I mean, these events have been going on for forever. Um, as you said, it was a sanctioned event that the NBA was on the list of NBA-approved um, events. Um, you know, I think a lot of it is made up to do about um, the floor being, you know, slippery with the condensation here and, you know, just looking at the, um, you know, the, the video of it. I mean, it happened early in the first, I guess, the first quarter. And he, mm-hmm. LeBron basically stepped on his foot. So I don't think that had anything to do with it. I mean, it could have happened in Oklahoma City. It could have happened him training in um, Seattle. Um, you know, it could have happened anywhere here. I mean, it could happen in Vegas or in Summer League um, a month ago here. So, um, I, I mean, maybe the NBA looks maybe a little bit closer to the facilities where they're at. Um, but I don't, I don't think, I don't think there's, you know, I just think that there's more, we talk about it more. <laughs> I mean, yes. I think, you know, that's on NBA.com is having it. Truly, I think more players are appearing at these, um, these type of events where in the past guys have played in them. I just think they haven't been kind of on the radar of, of, of people here. So um, it's just an unfortunate injury here, but I don't, I don't think the league does anything because, um, you know, this has been going on forever. I mean, it's, it's interesting, you know, the, there was a bunch of guys who played in Utah in this, and not in the Vegas and in, in a jazz summer league, but a different summer league here that wasn't sanctioned. Okay. So Scotty Barnes and Kyle Kuzma go to Utah. They play in here. They, they don't, you know, of course there's no injury there, but you know, those two guys get injured. Then we're talking about, you know, some discipline and penalties, financial penalties for that. So as long as it's sanctioned and the, and the, um, the team gives approval, um, I don't really think, you know, I mean, there's much to, to, you know, there's much, you know, teams can do. I mean, we got a bunch of guys playing over in Europe right now in the European championships mm-hmm. here. So, I mean, right. you could say that about Jokic if he gets hurt, you know, God forbid here. So um, I just think it's just an unfortunate incident. I just think we're kind of, in a day and age where these type of pro-ams are a little bit kind of up more on the radar. Bobby, what does the Patrick Beverly deal mean for Russell Westbrook future in Los Angeles? Oh, it's, well, I think it can mean one or two things. I think you could make it to that, you know, the, that these two players are going to put their feelings, hard feelings aside. I think Beverly basically kind of extended the olive branch a little bit yesterday, I guess on social media here. And I think, it's going to be interesting if, if you know, there's a, hey, listen, I think more from Russell's standpoint, probably a lot of bad blood that's gone on over the course, you know, when Patrick was in Houston and certainly with the Clippers and last year with, with Minnesota here that, 
you know, for the for the sake of the team and for the success of this team, um, that you know they're all going to have to be on the same page here. So, I think that's one way to look at it. I think the other way to look at it is that does does the Lakers look at Russell Westbrook as a distraction? Do they look at him as a guy that um, maybe they're better off with him not on the roster, even if there's not a trade that comes about? Um, do they steal a page of what Houston did last year with John Wall and basically kind of send him away? And I know that's a $47 million number to send away here. I don't think it hurts his, his trade value at all because I don't think his trade value is there. Um, and you basically have to attach draft picks with it there. So I, 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 my belief is that Westbrook will be there when we get going in training camp here and, and that these guys are going to have to be on the same page for, for this to, to succeed here. But um, I understand that the, you know, basically this, this Laker roster had no identity here. I know we can talk about LeBron and AD here, but you know, Beverly gives them an identity, a defensive toughness, you know, certainly a locker room guy here, but for the, it to work. And if Westbrook is here, you know, these two guys have to be, you know, they're going to have to put their, their hard feelings aside. Great stuff by Bobby Marks, ESPN NBA front office insider, joining Freddie Coven and Harry Douglas on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. What is the likelihood that the Lakers are not done dealing to try to improve this roster? Yeah, I mean, they, they still have those two picks, um, you know, those two first-round picks, 27 and 29. Um, that's probably your, 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 your big trade assets. I mean, we had always – talked about Taylor Horton Tucker and Kendrick Nunn and what can you get for them. Now we take Horton Tucker off the board here. So what can you, you know, what can, you know, Kyrie is certainly not available right now based on what's going on in Brooklyn here. So we turn our attention to Utah again, right? So what happens, um, you know, we'll, we'll see what happens with Donovan Mitchell, not with the Lakers here, but some of the other pieces, you know, Mike Conley, Bojan Bogdanovic, Rudy Gay, um, what is the value for, um, for for the Lakers' perspective? And certainly Westbrook would probably have to be uh, in, in the forefront here. Uh, Indiana with, um, you know, Buddy Heald and Miles um, Turner, you know, two good names there. So I don't think they're done. I just think it, it will get to a point where, you know, are those two – how much do they value those two picks, which is five years from now, seven years from now, and if there's two pieces that will help them win now, I think the big question will be, can they help them? What happens if they can help them win now, but there's salary that's attached going into next offseason or the following offseason? That's probably the big question that Rob Link will have to, you know, kind of debate here. Bobby, one more before we let you go. I want to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. Is it good for the NBA that you see people like Joe Sy in the Brooklyn Nets standing their ground and bringing this band back together for one year, not caving the trade, Kevin Durant. I think so. Yeah, I mean, I think it, I mean players have. I, I said it all along. Players have um, have asked to be traded for a long time, thirty years, thirty five years, and we can go back in history here. And you know, I, I've said you know, all you have to do is say no mm-hmm. if you're the front <laughs> office, right? Like you could just say no, and like, and then of course there's things that come with it as far as a disruption and, you know, a locker, you know, as far as the locker room or maybe a player lays down during the season here. So I think, I think the good front offices here and, you know, whether it be Miami or some of these other teams, like, yeah, you just deal with it. It's basically kind of how you're going through marriage counseling, right? You you just gotta, (laughs) gotta, hopefully you're all on the same page when you get going here. So I think, Certainly for the league's perspective with the CBA, that's going to, you know, both sides can opt out on December 15th. They didn't want to be in a position again where we're looking at Ben Simmons part two. And I think for the player association, I think it was important also here that they're not dealing with it. So yes, I do think it was important that Brooklyn did took a stand here and that uh, for at least now 
you know, we won't be talking about, you know, Kevin Durant as far as where his next home is going to be. Yeah. Speaking of weddings, what's the likelihood that the marriage might happen between the New York Knicks and Donovan Mitchell trying to get him from Utah? I just think it's a matter of restraint. There's the pieces are there to do a deal. I just think from New York's perspective, it's a matter of like, we still want to be a good team, a playoff team. And what is left after we do the Donovan Mitchell trade? I, I mean, the draft picks, you know, the four that you have that, that have the four from other teams, Dallas, Detroit, Washington. Um, I think there's a Milwaukee first there. Like that doesn't, you know, those picks are fine. I think if you want to include four or five first round picks, I think it just comes down to whether it's RJ Barrett or Quentin Grimes, you know, the young players here, but there's a deal to be made. I just think it's a matter of like how much restraint New York's willing to show here. Outstanding stuff by Bobby Marks, not just an ESPN NBA front office insider, but also the pride of Marist College of Poughkeepsie, New York, <laughs> Red Foxes. Hit him on Twitter at BobbyMarks42, joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Great stuff, Bobby. We'll holler at you soon, and thanks, one, thanks once again. Thanks, guys. Bobby, he's Harry Douglas. Hit him on Twitter, hdouglas 83 I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on Twitter, Coleman ESPN. In for the guys there, Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. And no matter how you don't like it, the NFL won't step in to discipline the Rams' Aaron Donald for what he did to the Bengals at practice yesterday. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit... Your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. And do the Tampa Bay Buccaneers mean business by doing what everybody else should be doing? That comes you in 15 minutes here in Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max with Harry Douglas. 
Freddie coming in for the guys today. Catch us on ESPN Radio. Don't forget about the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and also on your smart speaker. Just say play ESPN Radio. You can hang out with us at triple eight say ESPN, 888-729-3776. When it comes to this, should Aaron Donald be suspended? Yes, if you had a chance to see the video, I'm sure you're saying to yourself, oh, my God, the NFL is really ready for the season to start less than two weeks from now. These two teams played in the Super Bowl last year. They had a joint practice this year. They got into a brawl, many, many brawls that happened. Aaron Donald seen on video, Harry swinging a helmet. Many people say the NFL needs to step in. Here's the deal. They're not going to step in because this was not a sanctioned game. It was a practice between two teams. Only the team can sanction in terms of put sanction on Aaron Donald. And believe me, the Los Angeles Rams are not going to do that to their best player. Yeah, especially when the first game of the year is going to be against the Buffalo Bills on Thursday night football. You're not going to suspend not only your best player, but the best player in the game today in Aaron Donald. Uh, now, from their perspective, that's the Los Angeles Rams in their front office. I think they need to sit down with Aaron Donald, have a little talk about it. Uh, they can, to save face for them, mm-hmm. I think they should at least find him. Now, they don't have to disclose the amount of money they're finding him. Neither does Aaron Donald, but just give him a fine and have a talk with him about these things. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and say I'm advocating for players to right. take off another player's helmet and Donkey Kong and bang other people upside <laughs> the head because you, you just can't do stuff like that. And for a guy like Aaron Donald, who's been in the National Football League for a long time, he should know better. And moving forward, things like this just can't happen. The other side of this is that I played 10 years in the National Football League, Freddie, and I know how those joint practices get. Mm-hmm. I was a guy that probably fought in majority of the joint practices that I was a part of. Okay. Um, I think the only one that when I played with the Falcons that we didn't have a, actually a fight in was the one against the New England Patriots okay. and Bill Belichick. And that's back when they had Randy Moss and Wes Welker at wide receiver. All kind of phenomenal toys. Tom Brady back there. Mm-hmm. What they call him? Terrific Tom doing his thing. Yep. So things like this transpire and happen all the time. You just don't see a player hitting another player upside the head or trying to yeah. with a helmet. You can't have that in the game. You can't have that in practice. You can't have any player doing that. But – you know, the heat of the moment is hot outside. You're in the trenches where physicality is a huge part of the game. Two Super Bowl opponents playing together. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people question, like, why these two things? You got to think about this now. Zach Taylor was once on the staff for the Los Angeles Rams. Absolutely. Has a right? so him and Sean, Yes, him and Sean McVay probably call each other up. Hey, we playing in a preseason game against one another. Let's get together and get some great practices in. Now, it's come back that it probably wasn't the best thing. Because it might be some mixed emotions still left over from that Super Bowl. Aaron Donald, per se, being the guy who made two phenomenal defensive plays that helped the Los Angeles Rams win that Super Bowl. And the Cincinnati Bengals, even though some of those guys on the offensive line weren't there last year, they may still be feeling some type. They might be feeling some type of way about it because they are now on the uh, Cincinnati Bengals. So it's a lot to unpack within that whole situation. I'm not going to excuse Aaron Donald's behavior No, when it comes to what he did. For my money, he's not a dirty player. He was idiotic yesterday, allowing his emotions to get out of control. And I'll say it out loud right now. I don't know what led up to that. We may never, ever find out what led up to that. To paraphrase the old Vegas line, what happens to joint practices and brawls stays at joint practices and brawls. So mm-hmm. I don't know what led up to that and what set him off. But I will say this about people saying that the NFL needs to step in. Adam Sheff, the ESPN NFL analyst on Sports Center, has a message about why you think the NFL should do just that. 
The league stance is this. Clubs are responsible for overseeing the conduct of their own players at practice, including joint practices between two teams like the one today between the Bengals and the Rams. So any discipline that would be handed down against the Rams defensive tackle, Aaron Donald, would have to come from the Rams themselves. So I'm going to go out on a limb here and say that the Rams are not going to suspend Aaron Donald for their season opening game two weeks from tonight (laughs) against the Buffalo Bills and that Aaron Donald is expected to play in the regular season opener. I don't think the Rams will take that drastic of an action against their all-world defensive linemen. There are certain things that the NFL will want to fight on their behalf. The NFL loves when attention is paid attention to their league, even though if it's bad attention like this. Mm-hmm. But they're not going to step in when at a practice that got out of hand, a joint practice that was seen by everybody and say, Aaron Donald, that was awful. The NFL does not want to investigate what led up to that. Because if you do, you open up that door that the NFL and even teams in the NFL don't want that door open, that certain things happen in practice that will have to stay there no matter what kind of coverage or what kind of cameras are around covering that whole thing that happened yesterday between the Rams and the Bengals. It's hypocritical, but welcome to the National Football League. They're always going to be hypocritical when things work for them and definitely when things try to work against them. Freddie, I played with a guy in Atlanta named Croy Beerman, and we were drafted together at the same time in 2008. And I'm up here laughing because I'm thinking about it like it was times where Croy Beerman would just get kicked out of practice. Croy wanted to fight every damn time <laughs> he went against one of the offensive linemen. It was so crazy, man. Yeah. But, you know, Croy is a Montana guy, and you know their mindset and, 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 and how, how they feel. Big sky country. Every yeah. time. So it got to a point to where when defensive linemen, we used to play cards and stuff together, right? And they used to win sometimes. I should be like, you know what? Don't worry. I'm just going to tell Croy. I'm going to have a talk with Croy today. So when y'all go to one-on-one pass rush, my my, my boy Croy going to handle his business. Mm-hmm. Offensive lineman. Excuse me. Offensive lineman. <laughs> so they used to be like, why would you do that? You play offense. I said, because you just beat me in cards. That's why I'm going to do it. I'm going to have Croy get you back and have him fight you tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. You you switch teams like that? Going to go, go get your offensive personnel just because you lost hey, man, the cards? You know, that, well, you that's know that, all about that, the petty there, man. When that money on the table and I lose my funds, <laughs> now you know a lot of things change, Freddie. <laughs> I get it. Money is the root of all the evil. In their case, the root of all getting back at people on the offensive side of the ball. And a lot of people try to compare what Aaron Donald did to Miles Garrett, what happened a couple of years ago where he swung and hit Mason Rudolph, the Steelers quarterback, upside the head. And I understand the comparison where you see an NFL player, they play defense, they're pass rushers, they're big, grown, strong men, and they decide to exact their frontier justice upside the head, or in the case of Aaron Donald, upside the heads of players with Cincinnati Bengals. I'm not going to say that they're wrong trying to make that correlation, Harry, trying to make that jump. But the NFL knows we're separating games from practice. As bad as a look that that was yesterday, it was a lot worse of a look for Aaron Donald as far as the NFL is concerned compared to what Miles Garrett did in a nationally televised game on a Thursday against the Pittsburgh Steelers and the Cleveland Browns. That's where the NFL said we can't allow our product to be managed. You can't manufacture our product like this and take that kind of hit. They felt the shield was not damaged by what happened yesterday with Aaron Donald and the Bengals. 
they felt the shield was eternally damaged what Miles Garrett did in that interim Mason Rudolph when the, when the Steelers played the Cleveland Browns. That's exactly how they felt, and we got to understand that. Remember, Mason Rudolph, regardless of who instigated it, because a lot of people like to get into all mm-hmm. that, who instigated it, who started it. Who, okay, let's not get into all that. Yeah. Mason Rudolph had his helmet off, and we actually seen it connect yes. on top of his head. Right, Aaron Donald, you see the video. You can't really see what's going on. You, you see, but you can't really see. You, yeah. you can't zero in on exactly who it's hitting. Uh, you've seen people with helmets on. I don't know who helmet it was that was off. Uh, 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 all those sorts of things. But, I mean, I, bottom line is it can't happen. It can't happen in the game. It can't happen in practice, and it's not good for the game. And if you're Aaron Donald, I mean, you, you're never too old to learn a lesson. You should never allow a sheep to get under your skin when you are a lion. Like Aaron Donald, whatever. Oh, I got a better one. Okay. My pastor taught me in church. See, eagles don't argue with no chickens. They can't even fly. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, you know them eagles get up high and they soar. We're arguing with chickens for right. for what? Yeah, they can they can eat the chicken. There's no need to argue yeah. with them. Yeah, no doubt. I like that. Say Harry Douglas, Freddie coming in for the guys that are Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Presented by Progressive Insurance. Always hit us up on Twitter at Coleman ESPN. My handle H Douglas eighty three. That's Harry's handle. The Kansas City Chiefs keep, get, keep getting it right, while most NFL teams, in my opinion, keep getting it wrong when it comes to this. We'll get to that next on ESPN Radio. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger. For the ones who get it done. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. Big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. Thanks for joining us on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas, and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today on ESPN Radio, as well as on Sirius XM Channel 80. And a person shall remain named is Pat Costello, one of the guys behind the scenes. He brought this to the table. So we're going to bring Pat Costello to talk about 
the question he brought up that had plenty of us, meaning me, you, Harry, Alan Yates, Shannon Penn, and even Pat Costello, when he brought this question, we had a chance to chime in. What was the question? So the question is, what is the most disappointing food when it's cooked poorly? Because I just had some uh, some bacon for breakfast, oh. and it was undercooked and, and really fatty, and it was what? really disappointing. That's not oh. good. So what do you guys think the most disappointing food is when it's cooked poorly? Honestly, uh, Pat, I'm, gonna, I'm a bacon guy, and if mm-hmm. people... Uh, was able to that I'm around was able to come on here right now. I eat if I could about eight to nine pieces of bacon mm. each morning. Man, if after I'm my able own to. heart, and it's extra crispy. Yeah, and my son loves bacon, so bacon for me is huge. Mm-hmm. For me, it's chicken. If you don't cook chicken properly, it's, a sadness just comes over me. Seriously, and I've I've got I've sent chicken back that had too much pink in it, and you can tell when they try to cook it more. I'm like, no, just give me a new piece. I'll wait, but just give me a new piece of chicken. I'm not trying to eat chicken that you got to beef up, for lack of a better term. I'm not doing that. So I had some bad chicken when I was playing with the Titans. Um, I didn't get it from them, though. I got it from a restaurant. Right. That night, I started feeling really weird. That mm-hmm. morning, I got up, right. and everyone at the complex knew, because I used to be the first guy in, mm-hmm. that if Harry isn't here, something is wrong. Right. Man, talk about pooping and throwing up at the same time. <laughs> oh, boy. That's a new for one. two days straight Ooh. and had to get hooked up to an IV. I got like three or four bags of IV in me, man. Like it, it, I was, I was mm-hmm. feeling terrible. My wife wasn't there cause she had just had my daughter and they were back in Atlanta. Okay. So it, it was, it was rough for me. I had nobody at the house to help me or nothing. She was probably feeling no sympathy for you either. She's like, I just had a, a baby. I just had a baby. Yeah. Do your no, job. No, no, no. Do your no, job, no. Son. That's what I'm saying. But <laughs> she, she was home. She was back home. So she couldn't have did, she couldn't have did anything. Wow. But I didn't even tell her uh, because I, I didn't even have the strength to just get the words out of my mouth. Man. I was just, I'm good. I'm going to sleep, honey. She was like, you're going to sleep? I was like, I'm tired. I'm going to sleep. It was literally going through you. Oh, literally. Yeah. yeah. Pooping and throwing up at the same time, Freddie. Yeah, I've I'm never heard fries. of that. I'm going you go, fries. You're going fries out? Yeah, yeah, that's when you get cold fries or lukewarm fries. Especially if like you get the joints, they like too too like oily. And yeah, it's just like soggy. Yeah, yeah. soggy fries. Soggy yeah. fries are the worst. Fries they and really burgers. Are. Like if you if you ruining the burger, that's one thing. But if I if you ruin the burger and the fries, oh we we got problems. At that point, you should just you know own the restaurant. New meal. You got five seconds, but you need a new meal. <laughs> fries that aren't seasoned well too. Ugh, don't mess up our food. With Harry Douglas and Freddie Coleman in for the guys today, and Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. On ESPN Radio, also hit us up on TuneIn, the ESPN app. If you got a smart speaker, you can listen by saying "Just Play ESPN Radio." We're going to get to something that the Kansas City Chiefs are doing; they keep getting right, while most other while most other NFL teams, in my opinion, keep getting it wrong. But Diamond South Carolina wants to weigh in on the whole Bengals Rams joint practice brawls all over the place. Aaron Donald taking his helmet off and swinging hey, it and guys. hitting players. Go ahead, Dom. Hey guys, how you doing? Good, how are you? Um, I just want good, good, good. I just wanted to comment that, to be honest, I don't care what Aaron Donald did. I'm a huge football fan. I love the NFL. I'm super excited for the season to start. I don't care what he did in preseason. It's never going to prevent me from not watching the Rams play. It's never going to prevent me from not rooting for Aaron Donald. And I'm not even a Rams fan. I'm mm-hmm. a Cowboys fan. Mm-hmm. But even if Dak Prescott did that, I wouldn't care. I, I'm never going to think oh, I'm not watching a Cowboys game because what Dak did. I could care less. I just want them to win on Sunday. And I think 99.999% of the fans think the same way, and the media is just 
overblowing this, in my opinion. Dom, can I, let me ask you a question real quick, Dom. Let me ask you a question, okay? And I need you to answer this truthfully. Yep. Would you yep. care if it – now, I know this didn't happen. Would you care if it would have hit somebody in the head and they would have been knocked out cold? Would you care then? I'm just asking. If, God forbid, they got seriously injured or died, well, yeah, that'd be a problem. I would obviously feel terrible about it. But if they got knocked out, hell no, I wouldn't care. They'll get back up and they'll be playing in another week. Wow. Now they got seriously injured Dom. or cared, I'll be upset. <laughs> Dom, cold-blooded. He really is. Dang, Dom. Dom is, like, Dom is like enforcer cold from a mafia movie. Seriously. <laughs> you just killed that guy. He, you have the wife and kids. That's not my job to worry about his problems. That's Dom. what Dom is. Yeah. But did he it's die? cold-blooded. But he's going to get him eventually. Man. Dom, I mean, I relatives in South Carolina. Whatever happened to Southern hospitality? Dom threw that completely out the window <laughs> by saying, you can knock him out, but they'll get back up at a certain point. <laughs> Dom, man, do not mess with Dom and his family. Oh, Why? Man. It's not about your feelings as far as that goes. I love that phone call, by the way. Dom's like, look, it's not going to stop me from watching football as long as nobody is really hurt. I'm good with what. Well, I'm going to be honest. I, I don't think it's going to stop anybody from watching football, especially oh, God, Aaron no. Donald, well, because yeah. we know how what he means to the game. Yeah. We know how fantastic he is. Mm -hmm. And you talk about one of the greatest to ever do it. Yeah, he's in that category, right? Mm -hmm. He's in that conversation, right? Because of plays, you see, like he can't be one on one block. He can't right. be double team at all. But yeah. he makes those two fantastic plays, and then he makes that play in the NFC Championship game against mm -hmm. the 49ers that uh, was going to sack. Um, excuse me, um, Jimmy Burrow, Jimmy Garoppolo, Tom, yeah, and Jimmy then he Garoppolo, ended up throwing an interception. Right. Yeah, I hear you. It, it, names matter. Celebrities matter. And he is a celebrated name not playing a celebrated position. Not to me defensive lineman. If that's anybody else, it's nothing. But Aaron Donald, people still remember him winning that Super Bowl, pointing to the ring finger, and becoming that personality and doing the commercials. It's mm -hmm. not overblown. It's just that celebrity and names matter, and it gets people's attention. Speaking of getting your attention, NL Battle tomorrow night, two of the best teams in baseball. The Cardinals host the Braves in Atlanta in St. Louis, excuse me, presented by Progressive Insurance. You know Harry's going to be watching that game for his Braves trying to catch my Mets. Mm -hmm. Coverage begins at 6.30 Eastern time on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Plenty of outcry regarding, well, Tom Brady is back after 11 days. Should he really be playing in the final preseason game for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers? And when I heard that, my answer to that, Harry, was they're doing what the Kansas City Chiefs have done so far all preseason. They played their starters, but not playing the whole preseason game. They got working in the first preseason game, more work in the second preseason game. They dialed them out out of the third preseason game to get the ready for the NFL season. Tom Brady, I'm not saying he has to be out there, but with their offensive line in flux, he needs to be out there because he's been away for 11 days, and even though he has not forgotten how to throw the football, you still want to have that kind of rhythm and continuity you're going to need and not have that opening night on Sunday night when they take on the Dallas Cowboys two weeks from this weekend. And Tom Brady being away, I'll sit up here, and I, I can honestly say, listen, it's not like he was uh, didn't want to be around his teammates and he didn't miss those guys. Trust me, he missed football. He missed being around them. Mm -hmm. People who retire, they miss football. They still want to be around mm -hmm. their teammates, right? It, it's just how it works, but – Tom is looking at this as an opportunity. You know what? I need to get out there and continuously have this continuity with the guys that, that are going to be on the offensive line now because we have injuries. And also, I want to continuously get a good grasp of the players that I have newly with me, a Russell Gage, a Julio Jones, in a preseason game. That it, for Tom to do this, I'm not surprised, but it also lets you know 
why free agents want to go play with him, sure. why people view him the way he is, because he doesn't think he's better than anybody. Not saying anybody thinks that. Uh, otherwise, that's not on the, buff, uh, the Buccaneers or in Tom Brady's situation. I'm just saying Tom Brady's mindset and what he thinks is best for the Buccaneers and himself. Those guys need to get acclimated to game-like situations with Tom Brady being at the, uh, at, at the helm, delivering the football, handing it off, making the, uh, the, the calls on defenses and making the mic points because he's going to have to do that now because Robert Hainsey is, is, is a young guy. Right. It, you don't have Ryan Jensen in there. So Tom Brady is going to have to take control of a lot of other stuff now because Ryan Jensen isn't there. A lot of people are not satisfied with whatever he did, Harry. He goes away for 11 days. How dare he? How dare he leave this team in the middle Please of training camp? Whoa, me. my goodness. He is too full of himself. Then he comes back, and he wants to play in the final preseason game, and they want him to play in the final preseason game. He shouldn't be doing that. What is he doing? I'm like, look, you can't play fast and loose to suit you. Tom Brady has been in this league for more than a minute. He has earned the right that he told his coach, or he asked his coach, hey, Todd, the middle training camp, I'm going to need some time away. And Todd Bowles like, we're good. Other guys can get work in. You'll be fine. Then he comes back. Well, we want him out there to get him ready for the regular season. And people don't want him to do that. Tom Brady's like, look, I'm going to do things my way. I was not able to do any of this. The first part of my career, the Patriots. A team is going to allow me to be that comfortable with this team. Why would I not do that? And especially when nobody's going to be bothered about that. When people lost their rabbit behind mind, Harry, when he left for 11 days, I said, are you crazy? We're not talking about a rookie quarterback leaving to go jump off a, a bridge somewhere, bungee jumping. We're talking about Tom freaking Brady that wanted a mental break or whatever he wanted to do, and he's going to be fine. And people lost their rabbit behind minds about that. Listen, my boy Tom Brady left New England. Shackles on my feet. Man, he left New England. He went down to Tampa Bay. Did you just go Mary Mary on me? Did <laughs> yes. you? Well done. He, the social media posts, and he's a savage on social media. I love that mindset mm -hmm. of Tom Brady. But we get to see more of the outgoing Tom Brady now. Absolutely. And I'll say this. I studied the NFC South very closely because I'm here in Atlanta. I knew what the Tampa Bay Buccaneers were before Tom Brady got there for a lot of years. If Tom Brady wants to take 20 days off, mm -hmm. should nobody who's a Tampa Bay Buccaneers fan, should no player within the Tampa Bay organization, should no coach on that, on that team have any damn problem with it. Because Tom Brady brought you a Super Bowl in year one. Mm -hmm. He got you to the playoffs in year two. And he's the only reason y'all have a chance to even compete and, and, and mention the word Super Bowl in a sentence. It's because his presence and he is there. Can you imagine what has gone through his mind all those years after playing New England? And I'm not saying that he has any kind of regret or remorse. Shackles on your feet. Right. But just feeling free. It's as, if, it's as if you got divorced from somebody <laughs> and you were finally able to tell them exactly what kind of person they are. It's the most freeing thing in the world because all that time you held it in and now you can let them have it and let them put them on notice. That's what Tom Brady's doing now. He's got the championship. He's got that kind of stroke that he never had in New England. It's like he told the ex, <laughs> this is why I'm with the next, and here's why. That's what he's doing right now. Freddie, Freddie I, need, I, need, I need all the divorced people to call in and tell us how, how, how it was, man, when you was able to be set free from your significant other. Yeah. Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. By the way, Jerry Jones does not want Ezekiel Elliott to be free. That's next. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.